But what's been surprising me is the fact that this guy charges a flat fee of $10,000. Like seriously, an, an, an actor doesn't cost that much. Uh, yeah, uh, uh. Welcome back to the Escape Road Podcast, everybody. My name is Fung. And I am Ron. Welcome back to another episode. Good evening. Hey. Man, I'm, I'm kind of jealous as the, at the fact that you got a bevy in front of you right now. <laughs> um, yeah, this is actually a, a Thai beer. Uh, I, I really wanted to share this with you, but I understand you're going through a... Um, how, how is it? Oh. It's fucking delicious. Yeah, it's really good. Wow, yeah. that's a, that's a that's a that's a big statement, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I'm when when you're done with your F45, we can yeah, um, dieting. We can enjoy this beer together. Yeah, yeah. Guess what I found? Well, rather, Abby found this. Like you know how like I, I like to say that anything can make into a business. Yeah. Okay. So this guy in Australia, Queensland. He's been he's been making money um, by granting people's last wishes before they hit the hit the ground. Okay. Um, so uh, so basically, like if if you got like a secret that you don't want to tell people and you want to you don't want to take it to the grave, right? So this guy comes up to you and you talk to him. He's like, "Hey, um, I want to say this before I when I die, and I want you to be at my funeral." blend in and interrupt people just to, to say what I had to, what I have to say before I went down to the grave. Jeez. Right. <laughs> okay. So this guy, right? Like, um, so his best friend, so this guy's dead, right? He, he's gone. So he contracted Bill Edgar from Queensland. Right. So while his best friend was up on the podium, giving a speech about like how good he is and, uh, before his death and whatnot. Bill Edgar interrupted the best friend and told him that he knows that he the, the best friend's been having an affair with a, with a, his the, the the dead guy's wife. <laughs> Jesus, that's like how good is that? It's good, but that's that sounds really really vengeful for that to be like the last thing. It's it's kind of like the, the, the that's look that's kind of vengeful but yes but what if you have other things that you wanted to say for example like hey I've been married to this this wife but hey I just want to say that I'm gay. Not that I am. I'm just saying that yeah. as an example, right? I wouldn't judge you if that was the case. No. So, do you want me to say that in your funeral? No. Okay. Can you not? <laughs> <laughs> as my best friend, you you are not to say that, bro. This is going on record. This is going on record. So, not gay. The the thing is with me is like that's that, that's that's all well and good like to to everyone's devices, but what's been surprising me is the fact that this guy charges a flat fee of ten thousand dollars. <laughs> like seriously, an 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 actor doesn't cost that much. Like yeah, an actor so to to come and cry at your funeral, yeah. right? <laughs> wow, ten grand. I mean, yeah. Is he? Making actually, actually making money. Like he's already uh, so far since he started his business, he's done twenty two funerals. That's like two hundred something. Two hundred grand. Two hundred grand, right? 
I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm, I'm speechless. Look, I mean, this goes to say, this, this goes to show that you can literally make money out of any ridiculous ideas that you might, you might find. Nothing's out of, uh, out of question. So his, um, Bill Eggers, um, well, his, his, his strategy is that he needs to win the crowd. Once he's got the crowd, then he can say whatever he wants at the funeral. Win the crowd in, in what sense? Like, hey, everybody, everybody like that. And yeah. Look at me. Yeah. I have something to say. He's, he's once said that he's, he's once interrupted the funeral by going to the podium and say that, by the way, you and you in this funeral, I want you guys out. Uh, if not, I'll come down there and escort you guys out because the person who just died does not want you at the funeral. Okay. He's like a, okay. a, a, a funeral bouncer almost. A funeral bouncer. <laughs> wow. Okay. Right. Anyway, I just had to get that out of my system and Abby shared this with you. I'm like, this is brilliant. I love, I love this article already. <laughs> yeah. It, it always annoys me when I read it. I'm like, you know, you read these stupid businesses. Like you remember um, there was a business um, where this guy was sending people's, people potatoes? Yeah. It was like, what, $5 or $10 and you can send someone a potato. Because he was making good money from it, right? And like, five dollars a potato, man, it costs like two dollars for a bag of five yeah. kilos. That's yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, and this guy made good money from it as well. And you, you just think to yourself, why didn't I think about that? Why didn't I think about this idea or that idea? I know. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's it's just like it's, it hasn't crossed your mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like um, a lot of uh, like how some people say that I've worked in the nine to five for my whole life and I've never come across of uh, come across thinking about building my own business because it's not in their blood, it's not in their entourage. You've never come across it, and I'm not sure about you, but like before meeting me, you probably never thought about like opening no, your own thing, no, right? Never. Yeah. Now, um, do you want to talk about the the thing yeah. how in between your contracting? Yeah, yeah. So I'm currently in between contracts at the moment. Uh, work-wise so i've had a couple of days off work um and uh because i am still between contracts with the same company um when i go back to the uh when i go start the next contract i'm still going to be doing my uh job that i was do, doing same the, role same role different doing company. The, the work that i was you know, same company oh really so doing the same work that i was doing before oh, okay so in a way work is kind of piling up a little bit yeah and i was just thinking like um how like because i I had this feeling before as well where if i was to go and leave for just holidays right go to japan for three weeks or whatever okay it takes me a while to switch off mentally Mm. so switch off um from thinking about work so to me there's a difference between the christmas holidays and just a random three-week holiday in the middle of the year. Because in what, the mi- so what's the difference? So in the middle of the year, pretty much you're the only person taking that time off. Everybody's still okay. working. Work is still happening. At the end of the year, everybody's off. Mm-hmm. So when you come back, it's very likely there's nothing piling up or anything like that. So it, it, that, that, um, that thought that there's work piling up, that's um, I, should be, I shouldn't be doing this. I, I don't deserve to be not working at the moment. Mm. That um that thought sort of just stays with me okay so do you feel guilty i feel very guilty i feel like so i don't deserve you feel this. guilty for having a day off yeah but guilty towards whom um the people working really yeah 
Huh. And, and I guess partly to myself as well, guilty in the sense that I know I should be working. I know I shouldn't be here at the beach at the moment. I know I should be at a desk typing away, doing whatever. Like that, that, that's always been something on, on my mind and something that I can never really shake off within sort of the first week or two. Like if I was to do like a, um, a weekend away, just one day, that's, that's okay. Okay. Because everybody's off on the weekend. Right. But if I extend that to say three days, four or five days, then that, that thought, that feeling creeps in. So I wanted to know, you know, now that um, you're working for yourself and you're the only person that's working for you really, how does it feel when you try to take time off? Oh, okay. Um, can can you separate yourself from not thinking about it? Yeah, like like for example, in the morning when I don't have anything to do, I just I sleep in for a little bit if I want to. No, I mean like take time off, like as in oh, like, like if a holiday or something. Like let's say let's say um, where you. I'm trying. Know, I'm trying to think about the the situation right now because I'm. Since COVID started and I'm still trying to build a new business happening right yeah. now, which is, by the way, launching in on Friday. So I'll put some details in as well. Um, it's, I, I mean, no, I don't think I have that issue with being guilty about anything really. But in saying that, like, you know how I talk about um, how I beat myself up a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yes, if, I, if I decide to, well, I don't decide. It's just if I if I procrastinate, mm. then I'll start thinking like, oh no, I should be working. So what the hell am I doing? Sort of thing. So there is that feeling. It's not mm. like so much like feeling guilty about anybody. It's, it's more like, what the fuck are you doing for? I, I think it, I think in a way yeah. is that we're so ingrained in some sort of routine. Yeah, the work routine that when you when you're at the same at the same time of the day, you should be doing something. You're not yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's such a weird feeling. Uh, okay. So I was at I was at the beach at like, you know, in, in the afternoon. Uh-huh. I shouldn't be there. There's that, that feeling of I shouldn't be here. <laughs> I should be working. So does that prevent you from enjoying yourself at all? Uh in a way, yeah. Okay. Like part Fair of me enough. is thinking, oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't be enjoying this. You should be back back, you know, doing work. Mm. You you really need to start uh, realizing it to separate these two things. Like if you're enjoying yourself, go ahead and enjoy yourself and if you're working put your hundred percent into it sort of thing. Yeah. That's why I, I think about it. Like, you know, um, on the double D podcast, we talked about this as well. Like how, um, if I'm, if I'm procrastinating or I'm, I'm in that mode of beating myself up, I am really legit beating myself. I will sit there and like be, uh, sit there and, and just get negative about myself for a good while. Mm. And then when I decide to pick myself back up again, I'm back to normal. Just that there's a, there's a definite uh, separation, like that clear cut separation yeah. between these two modes hmm. right so um you know a part of that is you're not um you, you're not doing work because you're procrastinating yep yep but not necessarily because you give yourself time off but mm-hmm. when you do give yourself time off then there will be that separation there too is it is it a very clear cut okay i'm i'm off now yep yep and then you just don't think about yeah. it yeah we just when i went to new york last year in, in july right yeah. i just went i was about to ask you like how, did you how, how did you feel like did you think about work at all? No. no. At I, was, I, I was there. I deserved that. I thought to myself, like, I deserve this. I've, it's been a long time since I had, like, a quality time mm. away with my girlfriend. Yeah. So I, I feel like, yeah, I deserve that. But look, I get it. When, when I'm in work mode, 
there is moments where I'm like, hey, get your shit together sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So how, how do you, I mean, is it just a natural thing for you just to um, have a, a hard cutoff from thinking about work? when you give yourself time off no uh if you're if you own your own business um no matter how big or small it is it's always in, in your on your mind yeah it's always like even if you're because i feel like for you the stakes are even higher than yeah. myself because you know right people are still working you know for, for me mm-hmm. um like some of the work is still getting done mm. but when you're off yeah the work is pretty much well, that's why you have to set processes and whatnot. Processes yeah. in play, like you have staff and whatnot to take care of your stuff. Like for example, like right now, even this new new website I'm working, I've got my own VA uh, in the Philippines, like yeah. constantly doing some work for me. It feels good. So, um, like time is valuable. Your time is valuable. You, I think this is something that I've actually started internalizing as well. That your time means something. It costs something. Like yeah. how much of that time, how much of that one hour is worth to you? Mm. right or how much productivity can you get from yeah, that one yeah. hour because mm. you don't get much out of it that's right then you're wasting your own time and it's the same thing like if you're going to be spending that that couple of hours and and or that couple of days to go and to the beach or like reconnect with your girlfriend like use that time it means something mm. it means something to the business as well because like if you don't if you're not in a clear of mind then you won't be able to run the business it's a good point right Never really thought about it that way. It, it, look, my time, I've been thinking a lot about this. Is It's like why, that's probably why I enjoy F45 at the moment is because I don't have to spend my mental, like, uh, how do I put it? My mental bank account, let's say, right? To think about what type of workout I need to do or what when when do I need to stretch and what <clears> days <throat> do I need to work on what? Yeah, I just turn up. That decision has been taken care of me. Yeah, I've paid the money for it. Um, and I just come in, do my workout. Forty-five minutes later, I come out. Mm. That's that's all I have to think about, and that's mm. great to me. I love that because I, I value my time, and plus, this kind of push pushes me to do something because mm. you've taken all decision and all that stuff out of your uh, out of the equation, right? I guess I guess in a way that's um, you know you're you're paying for that um, convenience of, of yeah you know. Yeah, I guess I guess that that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms look, of guys, what what do you think? Like, is, uh, did what I say make sense to you guys? Like, if if you have you thought about like how much you actually uh, you actually is worth, you actually are worth. Is that is that yeah? And 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 is it <laughs> is it easy for you to switch off? Yeah, I, I want to know. Yeah, I mean that's that's something that's always been on my mind, and yeah. you know it, it so, seems we're quite, quite so different me, that way. Let me get this straight. For you is. It's that you know when to turn off because you've already got you already got this set amount of time at the end of the year because that's that's the routine that you've always had, right? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah so now that you put it that way, yeah. to for you to and everybody else is off as well. Yeah, yeah. So no no work is really getting done. I don't have to worry about yeah. shit going wrong when I'm not around. That's kind of like that's uh, that's kind of making you um, think to yourself that you're important to the company. Maybe. Yeah, remember that feeling uh, he, this is an interesting one do you remember that feeling when you were at school in high school whatever and you had the day off you chucked the sickie yeah how good did it feel <laughs> back then you didn't have that thought right yeah you didn't have well, oh no there's some there's some assignment i need to do at school oh no nah, man I'll, I'll whip out the xbox and just play all day if i wanted <laughs> to dude <laughs> well i mean you know according to my parents i've never missed a day of school so nerd you're calling me a nerd shit but i did take time to- 
take days off. Yeah. <laughs> According to your dad. Oh, all right. Uh, I still remember this one time I was uh, jigging school. Jigging. jigging that's, a, that's a word no, I haven't no, heard no, in years. No, no, jigging. Back in the day. Is, is that what we used? Jigging? Or is it jigging, wagging? Yeah, or? yeah, jigging, yeah. Yeah. And um, so in order to get to, I think we were, the, the usual places either go, either go to Parramatta or go to the city. Uh, the city. Uh-huh. These are like the only two places that we normally go. And um, <clears throat> I remember going to um, pretty much the local bus stop from from my house because it, it was like, and then I think my mate uh, either met me there. So we, we went to school and then we left. We walked okay. back. So what almost, a bad like, boy. almost like walking back to my place. Um, and then I had to get the, the, the bus. Um, but at that place, there's like a little, um, little like a row of shops. And there's like a doctor's office there as well. And I saw my dad. I think he either got out of the car or he just got out of the doctor's office. And I just started walking the other way. <laughs> he didn't see you. He didn't see me. I just started walking. And uh, yeah, I, oh, my heart. <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> oh. Never never got caught. Um, but yeah, there was a, yeah, definitely some of those days where they were entirely unproductive. I didn't do anything. Yeah. We just went to the city. I got, I, got, just hung out. I got one better for you. This was actually pretty like uh, intense. So back in when I was in high school, there was these uh, Japanese students that came over to you oh, know, yeah, for yeah. us to host them, right? Yeah. And I hosted one. At so, your place? At our place, yes. Oh, okay. So that was, that was a pretty cool experience. Yeah. Um, so what had happened was like, you know, when they were finished with like the stay two weeks later, like uh, they, were, they had to go home. And me, my brother, and like another dude from school were like, oh no, we have to see them at the airport. So me being me, it's like, hey, come on, let's do it. Like, let's jig school on this day. Or take my car, we'll go to the station and then, you know, we'll buy a little present and, and see them at the airport. Yeah. I did that. We parked at the Liverpool station, got on the train, got to the airport. And while I was at the airport, my parents were seeing uh, some like oh, monk gosh. off or something like that. So we were hiding. Did you, did you know that that was happening on the day? No, I didn't. Oh, damn. So they were at the airport. <laughs> so, and then, of all places. Of all places. So we're like hiding, we're hiding behind those big pillars at the airport, like King, uh, Kingsford uh, Smith Airport, yeah. right? So they didn't see me. Like you see the royal parents, <laughs> like with all the, the monks and shit going, doing, doing what they, they yeah. do. Anyway, so we kind of missed them, the mm. Japanese. We didn't see them off. So we actually like got to the gate and we're because like, your parents were there you yeah. couldn't look for them or anything so we begged we begged the, the custom officers or whoever like was guarding yeah. the gates like hey this is the flight number this is the gift can you give it to them they were nice enough to go and find them for us right. that's pretty good right wait so you did confirm that it got to the it got person. to it got to the person i don't talk to that person anymore anyways so it's not the end of the story by the way so anyways we got home you know Going back to the school, I dropped the guy off the, at school. I dropped the guy off at school. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. There's no point for us to go back to school. So I drove back home. By the way, where I parked was illegal. So I got a parking ticket <laughs> at 17. <laughs> I got a parking ticket at 17. That's going to hurt. And when I got home, when my dad got home from work, he got a call from the office. So the other guy got caught. Really? So the other guy got caught by uh, his parents or something? Or? No, by the teachers because he went back to school. And he snitched on us. What? <laughs> he snitched on us. Oh my <laughs> so God. So I got a verbal beat down from my dad that day. Like, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> to be honest, I feel like in that situation, I might have snitched as well. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know for sure if I would have, but 
<laughs> I feel like um, it's a good it story was, though. Yeah, if it would have lessened or reduced yeah. the wrath from my parents, I might have snitched. <laughs> I might have. <laughs> Go to school, guys. Girls, boys, and girls. Uh, don't jig, don't wag. Jig. That's a very strange word. Wag. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we're doing with time. Uh, do we have another quick topic that we can go on? Yeah, uh, we're about we're about there anyway. So I want to ask you a question. Yeah, this is an interesting topic. How to tell if you're an asshole? Good question. Um, how do you tell do if you you're, think an you're an asshole? Me, I think I'm half half. Has anybody ever told you that you're an asshole or heard from the grapevines that you're an asshole? When I cut someone off in traffic. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, heat of the moment. But like friend of a friend that you heard, like, you know, they, they, oh, they said you're- Abby calls me an asshole all the time. So I'm not sure they, if that yeah, counts. I don't know. Yeah. I guess in relationships, a bit, everything's a little bit heightened. And yeah. I don't know. Here's a quick test. Here's a yeah. quick test. This is what I found on the internet as well. I was like, I found it quite interesting. Are you the type after you pick up your grocery from, say, Woolies, mm-hmm. take the trolley to your car, you load your car, and you just find a little ledge, a little like a little curb, you just leave the trolley there and just drive off? That was like 50-50. Are you 50-50 as well? 50-50 on that, yeah. That's, that's why I, th- I think I am as well, but yeah. I don't know. We might be biased in this situation. Yeah. So this, this, this little article <laughs> says that if you do not return your trolley, it's a good sign if you don't return the trolley to the, you know, the proper base and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good sign that you are a certified asshole. I'm just trying to think, like, how often do I leave it versus take it back? And, and why would I leave it there? Because I'm too lazy? You know what I do? Usually, usually, I feel like I usually put it back. Well, that's the thing. If, uh, for me, if I don't see any other, any other trolleys around, yeah. so if it's, I don't see any other, other trolley like hanging off like the curb or something like that, I go and return my trolley. But if I see one, if I see one on a curb, I just right there. <laughs> yeah, and then you drive off and you see the trolley just like roll down the yeah, hill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's bad. Yeah. 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 I remember um, in uh, where, where I used to live, the, um, the, the, the parking lot, there's always this one area that's full of like trolleys. People just leave it there thinking it's a trolley bay. But it's like where like the motorcyclists park their motorbikes. Mm-hmm. And every time it's just... It's just like one bike and there's like eight like trolleys next to it. And I just always leave it there. If I'm that cl- if I'm close enough to it, I'll, I'll yeah, just leave it there. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh, if you know, I, I I made a mistake. Yeah. You know. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes me a 50-50 asshole. You're just a butt cheek. Yeah. How about one, that? One one ass cheek. What about like what about the the those trolleys? Like this is in camera, by the way. Trolleys over there have the coin insert. Like you have to go back to get that dollar off. No. You know what I do? I'm like, screw that dollar. See ya. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, that's when you know your first world asshole. <laughs> that's, that's your style of money management. My style yeah. is, I don't even put the dollar in there. What? Because if, if I see it, obviously one, I don't have a dollar. I, don't, I, don't, I, never, I always never carry coins. And two, I'm, I'm not going to put it in there. I'm not going to waste time with this. Stuff. I'll just, I'll just hold on to the uh, the little hand trolley thing, the hand the, the, basket the cart. Yeah, the yeah, I'll, basket. Yeah, I'll just deal with that. Even if you fill it to the brim. Yeah. Oh man, just okay. you are cheap. Yeah. <laughs> was, was that was that the the main question for yeah that, asshole? That's how that's that's basically how you do to, to determine if you're an asshole or not. Okay. How about um so. Self-evaluation. Are you an asshole? Yes. 
I want to say yes. Unless I'm pressured to be not an asshole. Well, so you need pressure to not be an asshole. Yeah. Wow. Okay, like so then- in, in my, well, I think in my mind, I'm usually like, I don't really care yeah, okay. about a lot of things. But if I see someone looking at me, I'm like, oh, hey, I'm actually a nice guy. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. I, I, so I, if you're watching this, I am a nice guy, despite the topic. Yeah, I, I, I tend to think that I'm a, not an asshole. Um, like, let, let, let's say you, you drive, for example. Um, how often do you let people merge into your lane? Or are you like, nah, fuck this guy, I'm going to not let him merge? Actually, you know what? I do let people in. Me but but that's probably because, like, you know, I've had a, I've had a bike accident. Well, maybe. I'm usually like really nice to bikes. I yeah. see a bike, I'm like, here, have the whole road to yourself, yeah. bro. I know what the, mm-hmm. I know that feeling because I've had that accident with yeah. the with a piece of metal in my arm. So, yeah. But also, I I, I let people in because I don't want to be an asshole. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking like if I if I don't if I actively don't let him in my lane, then I know I'm actively yeah. being an asshole. Yeah. So I think in that way, not an asshole. Okay. Mm. Asshole, not asshole. Mm. How about that? <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, you've been listening to the Escape Road podcast. By the way, if you've if you're watching this on YouTube, do leave us uh, leave us a like, hit the notification icon, and give us a damn subscribe, please. A damn subscribe. Damn it, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, in terms of uh, how you can help us, support us, you can uh, always check us out on our social medias. Leave a comment, um, leave a like, leave a subscribe, or whatever on, on our YouTube. Um, and if you do want to help us monetarily, there's also Patreon. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, little, little prayer, little prayer. prayer. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. See ya.